I need you to listen to this for me. Like we're friends, and and I feel like this could really help you if you listen to this podcast episode. She read some Harry Potter fan fiction, and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on on those websites. Like they'll give somebody like a three piece suit and a pocket watch or something, and you're like, what do you mean? This is his new look. How could that be his new look? You know, someone turns a corner to their cat, and the cat says, "Well, ha!" Like a southern gentleman, and I love that. Hello, and welcome to People You May Know. Today, I have my friend Joe on, and we are talking about Last of Us Part Two. We actually recorded this episode many, many months ago, and I am trying to set a world record for procrastination. So I'm just putting things off absolutely as long as possible and hoping that at some point it becomes impressive. So hopefully we've reached that point now. So we really had a great discussion about Last of Us 2. I still have one more episode to release with my husband about Last of Us 2. Wow, wow, wow. So we've got a lot of good things coming about this game that came out so long ago, you probably don't even remember what you thought of it. But maybe this will jog your memory. I tell you, I had a good time listening to this, editing it. I was able to completely bring myself back into all those moments in the game. And I just found myself smiling while I was listening. It was was nice. Okay. It was nice. Get off my fucking back. One thing I was reminded of is that this game is like fully in control of your emotions. They, they know what they're doing when they make this and you're frustrated with Ellie and times when you like Abby, like that's because they made you like her and times when you don't like her, that's because they made you not like her. You know, at every moment they're really in control of how you're feeling about the game And I mean, I know that sounds like pretty basic and that's like, yeah, that's like every movie and TV show and video game ever, but you know what? Is it, is it maybe Naughty Dog just manipulates us more with this game and that's why it feels significant. Most games I play, I feel like it's like a guy with a sword and I don't really have like strong feelings about anything that happens to him, you know? So I hope you'll enjoy this episode about Last of Us Part 2 with my good friend, Joe. Welcome to the show. To get started, I'm just going to do a little icebreaker Okay. with Last of Us. Great. Which is worse, beating Nora to death with a pipe mm. or stabbing Alice in the heart? Ooh, uh, Fuck. Both really bad. Both really bad. Um, I think stabbing Alice in the heart, like, because it was, like, so slow. And, like, you, they really, like, it was, like, a not, like, a quick time event, but, like, you really had to, like, mash the button or something to, like, force <laughs> it. And I'm like, oh, this hurts. Yeah. 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 And then they, they made you get to know her after, which right. I felt was incredibly cruel. Very cruel. Yes, and you're like, oh, these people actually aren't that bad. This, uh, this feels bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, which is worse, no more health or no more ammo? No more ammo. Health, I'll fuck. I can run around. I can hide. But when you're out of ammo, 
and like you're in a real tense spot, that is the worst. Yeah. So yeah. you believe in yourself. That's what I'm hearing. Oh yeah. I've got a lot of confidence in my own like natural <laughs> abilities to just like, you know, get like, you know, use my, my quickness and, and all my brains. But if, if I don't have like natural tools around or like not natural tools, but if I don't have tools, I'm not going to get very far past that. Right. You know? Yeah. You need man-made inventions. That's right. Okay. When a stalker explodes out of the wall suddenly, mm. or when a dog sniffs you out. Ooh, dogs. The dogs were, what a rough, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Love that. Uh, but what a rough uh, new wrinkle they added in with those dogs. They are nightmares. I, I mean, I, in my real life, I love dogs so much. But anytime I saw a dog in this game, I'm like, great. I can't wait to kill that as fast as possible. Absolutely. Even though it would alert the humans immediately, it was like, you have to. Get the fuck out of here. Did you try to get away from them? Like, you know how they say, oh, you can like move your scent or whatever. the The first instance that it happens, I think, like you're you're in that like building or whatever. Uh, and like the dogs start coming in and I'm like, oh, I'll just like scoot around the back of the like kitchen and then out to the side. But like, they're just, they just follow you. And it's like, there's no, there's no way. Cause then not only that is like, you're also trying to, you, you, you're like on like a fucking time limit to like kill everything else. And I'm like a big stealth guy in last of us. So like, I like mm-hmm. to work slowly and methodically rather than rush. So like, being on this like okay i have to do this in a certain time or else the dog is gonna find me was so stressful i'm like i would rather just deal with the fallout of everyone rushing me rather than have this dog alert everyone to my presence yeah because what's funny is that it's easier to get like a dozen people to suddenly lose track of you than to get one dog to lose track of you yeah they are they they're hellhounds is what they are in this game yeah yeah they are there was a lot of stuff in this game that kind of reminded me of Resident Evil for some reason. Like it, it made me wonder if the creators kind of went in and played other horror games. Like, mm. all right, what are some ideas we can get in here? And before the dogs came, I thought about how grateful I was that there were no dogs in the game. <laughs> and then, of course, they came and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Because that's just the worst in uh, in the Resident Evil games. Suddenly a dog. See, I've never played face. Resident Evil. I'm sure I would like it. I've I've seen my brother played it. Like my brother played the original like PlayStation one when I was littler and I watched him play that. But I never got into it myself. You should play the fourth one. Okay. That one is very, very good. It does take some it takes some getting used to at first because the controls can be like a little weird. You know how some of the older games, the controls feel like almost backwards. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's a chore to like actually move diagonally. It's like very <laughs> difficult like, to like get, you like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. But once you get used to it, it's very good. And it has like just so many really cool moments. A lot of the other games aren't quite as good. But another one that is really great is Resident Evil Revelations. Mm. You probably find that one. And that one's like actually very well made and mm. more recent. If I can be honest with you, I'm not going to play this. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I, I appreciate the recommendation, but I'm just straight up not going to do it. I just, I don't want to. I'm sorry. I'm sure they're great. And to all the Resident Evil fans out there, I, you know, love it. Good for you. But it's just, I'm not going to do it. What is it about recommendations that is so unappealing? I don't, I don't think it's recommendations necessarily. I think it's just, well, I can't speak for anyone else. I think like for me, yeah. it's just like, I know that I'm not going to do certain things if I'm not like really interested. So like, even if you're telling me about th- these games and I'm sure they're great and like, but I just know that I have no desire to do it. So I just won't. Yeah. No matter how great the recommendation is, I'm just like, I'm, I know me, I'm like, I'm pretty lazy. So I'm just like, not going to do it. Yeah, how many yeah. steps would there be to do it? I just was thinking about this the other day because I can't remember what I didn't want to watch. I think it was the What We Do in the Shadows TV show that I just mm. like, I knew I would like it, but I was like, I'm not watching that. I just yeah. would put it off forever. And then I was thinking about how, I don't know why stupid podcast things stick with me sometimes, but Paul F. Tompkins said like he will not watch Game of Thrones. It was just yeah. like, stop recommending right. it to me. I'm not going to watch it. And I was like, you really would like it though, but I understand you will not watch it and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much it's recommended sure. to you, Sure, but you would. And it's like, how do you get someone to do something? You can't, that, you just you can't, can't. I guess. you just can't, you can try, Yeah, but that's all you can do. No, yeah. I have learned though, how to get myself to do something. So just, oh, I would like to hear the, that. Okay. It is to just try it. You just go, you know what? Like if it's a show, I'll put it on in the background, whatever. If I don't like it, I don't like it. Yeah. And now I've done that with like five shows and then end up watching You know, I do have to say I've done that recently. Uh, Also with what we do in the shadows. Oh. Uh, Yeah. Because I was like, I really loved the movie. I love Taika Waititi and like all like uh, Jermaine Clement, all the the things that they do. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, the movie was great. And then the show was coming out and Matt Berry, I fucking, I'm obsessed with Matt Berry. I think he's so mm-hmm. funny. But for some reason, I'm just like, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll get to it eventually. But I just kept putting it off. And people were like, Joe, you got to watch this. And I would like see all these like reviews that it's so great. And I'm like, I, I don't know. But then I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I'll just put it on in the background. I was like drawing and I just put it on. And then it was just so fucking funny that I loved it. And I also for years now, like people have told me to watch Avatar, the last airbender. They're like, Joe, you're going to, you're going to love it. And I'm like, I'm sure I will, but I just never did. And then again, like a similar situation. I'm like, okay, it's on Netflix now. Just throw it on. And it's so good. So. Oh, and that's the TV show too. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It is also a, they made a live (laughs) action movie, M night Shyamalan. I didn't see it, but it like got, insanely bad reviews and <laughs> all of the fans of the series were like how could you do this you ruined it and then just like critics were like this is the biggest pile of horseshit of all time yeah that's that's all i remembered initially when you were like everyone was recommending it to you i'm like i think i saw that i don't yeah 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 no it's an anime it's an anime <laughs> okay yeah well good job i'm Thank glad you. we both discovered this yeah secret. what a breakthrough <laughs> Okay, I still have some which is oh, worse great. Yes. questions. Which is worse, smoke bombs or proximity mines? Ooh, um, maybe proximity mines. 
just because I'm not always great at avoiding them. Yes, I blew myself up quite a few times. Quite a few times I, I blew myself up. Yeah, so the smoke bombs are definitely annoying, but yeah. And the smoke bombs, like, you can at least use while you're stealthing, you know? But the mm-hmm. proximity mines, oh, no, you are going to blow yourself right. up. You cannot do this. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Some bullshit. Okay. Leaping to your death or falling to your death? So, like, did you ever think that, that it's like, oh, this is the oh, way like I you're go. you're going to make this jump. Oh, yeah, I can make this. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, yes. Um, hmm. Uh, maybe leaping to your death because I think it also plays into that thing of like, oh, I can make that. Yeah, that's <laughs> I can make that. No problem. And then I, I'm like, there was... Like, so well, why did you yeah. think that's why would I, yeah? <laughs> so I think, maybe, and I could yeah. see doing that in real life because I feel like I've done things totally. <laughs> I think, like, I would be, I always think I'm like, I would be really good at parkour, and there's no <laughs> way that there's no way that my like fucking six foot six lanky ass who doesn't do any physical activity <laughs> would ever be good at parkour. It but does I'm like, seem easy though. Like, I feel like I could probably <laughs> jump between those two building roofs. Like I could make that if I tried and there's no way. Yeah. No. And have you ever done anything similar? Like have you tried to do like a box jump, like that sort of CrossFit thing? No, because I know that I would not be able to do that. Like I fully know that I have no vertical yeah. jumping. Ability, but like what so, seems yeah. high versus what is actually high to versus you what, it, it's yeah. like no like a foot off the ground is high you're like what <laughs> no yeah i'm i'm six feet off the ground like it's that's what's one foot that's no problem i just have to lift my leg and it's like oh no there's a lot more to it than just that yeah so i know that's how like parkour would be too or anytime in a movie when they're like job you know like <laughs> i'm like you would fall so quickly. so yeah It'd be hilarious 100%. Like there's that part in the Matrix, the first Matrix, when Neo is first learning like how to become the one, and he tries to jump between the buildings, and it just falls flat because it's hard to do. That's fantastic. I didn't remember that. Good job, Matrix. Truth, truth in the Matrix. We're gonna talk about some differences between the original Last of Us and the mm. sequel. The enemies. There, they didn't add a ton of new enemies, but mm-hmm. they added the element of being able to fight them off more. Like at least the um, clickers, you never used to be able to fight them off, and mm. now you can just like punch. Oh them. right, yes, yeah. You could just mash your button hard enough and lose like most of your health. But yeah, yeah. I, I for me that really kind of ruined the game a a little bit because it made every enemy essentially the same sure because it used to be when you saw a clicker you were like oh Oh, shit yeah Yeah, but in this game you're like "Eh, whatever they don't attack me what they do and then punch them yeah (laughs) yeah that's true i guess i didn't think about it's been a while since i played the first one so i i didn't realize that that is a new mechanic but it is now that i think about it and I think, yeah, I think you're right in that regard is that there. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Thank I you. agree. It's, it did take like a little bit of the suspense out of like, B, 
being in a room full of regular infected and like clickers because you're just like, well, I can get away from all these guys. I also feel like it was harder to sneak around in this game, though. Like maybe they were more sensitive or something. I think you're right as well. Yeah, there was that element to it. I I actually had more difficulty like with I think the human AI in this game, like when you're fighting human enemies was a lot better. Like they're like a like them, like they would like call friends to their location if they like found you. And like all like the dogs also had like a new wrinkle. So I often had more trouble with like the humans than with the infected, except when the big like bloated uh, infected would show up because those guys suck. Yeah, totally. They're so creepy too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the humans were like always in pairs in this. Yeah. So like in a way it's, it did make it, harder and it kind of makes sense people would be moving in pairs but it also for me tended to make it a little less fun because it was it was very hard to actually stealth through the game like there's that one that one moment or combat scenario i think it's on like day two right before you you find jesse in seattle like when he comes yeah you're like moving through like those backyards and things and you're trying to like get through that part and there's just like fucking there's people on roofs and they're just like always moving around in pairs and then with dogs and it I think we talked about this in like the group like we all died like <laughs> ten times yes. in that trying to get through that. It was very difficult. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, this is so incredibly tense and mm. feels impossible. Cause that's also I think where they first introduced the dogs. So yeah, or yeah. somewhere right before then. And- I think I think they like just before that yeah horrible but one thing this game also did that i did not like was that it would create situations for you to get out of like that you didn't mm-hmm. do through any fault of your own yes. like that first dog already 100%. knowing where you are it's like Fuck you dude yeah yeah there were like a lot of those moments where it's like okay you're doing a really good great job like getting through this part but uh-oh now the floor falls under you and you're like, what? Yes. And like, just throws you into this like den of, and it's like, well, this just like feels, I didn't, I was doing a great job and you just like threw me into this yes. shitty situation or like, yeah. Or like when you would like open a door, there were so many like door opening moments and it's just like, uh Oh, I know that is. you can like, you can hear through the doors, but you didn't hear this one. So like, there's a bunch of, infected on and it's like oh yeah that part i did not enjoy yeah because there was one part where i threw a brick down into this area where i had to jump down to Mm -hmm. just alert anybody nobody came out i jumped down immediately attacked no because you're not allowing me to use my skill to get through the game you're creating this moment and it's fucking bullshit absolutely i totally agree with that what did you think about playing as abby so i have very i have a lot of thoughts on this and i don't know what else we're, we're going to be talking about. Um, but I have a lot of thoughts on my biggest complaint about the game is like, you're right at the end of like day three of Ellie Seattle. Like when you get back with uh, Tommy and like, everything's, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Abby shows up and kills Jesse. Uh, and then it switches to Abby that was one of the most frustrating things I've dealt with <laughs> in a very long time because like 
And I checked my, like, I saved a little bit, you know, right before that all happens. And I'm like, I'm checking my playtime. I'm like, oh, I'm only like 16 hours in. I feel like I'm getting kind of like close to the end that feels very short. And then, yeah, as soon as it switches back to like, but at that point, there's like a really great sense of like forward momentum in the story like you're like okay the shit's you know we've got tommy back you know we're gonna go find abby and like all this shit it's like okay wow the story's really chugging along and then it i saw that day one seattle and you're playing as abby and i'm like i have to fucking play like another 11 hours just to get back to the same spot (laughs) i was in uh and it was i'm just like i don't want to like i don't want to do this again but I also have like a very complex feeling about it because I've really enjoyed playing as Abby. Um, and I think like it, it was, you know, the reaction to Abby as a character is very clearly like this hot button issue that a lot of people have. And I think, I think she's a really great character. I think she's very complex and nuanced and I really, and I knew like, as soon as, you know, the end of the first act, like when she kills Joel, I'm like, okay, they're going to try to make me feel sympathy for Abby. It's going right. to be like, and I'm like, I've seen this before. Like, I don't want, like, I don't care. Like, I'm sure, like, I've done that before. I know what's going to happen. And I'm like, I'm not interested in finding out that story. But then you do play <laughs> as Abby and like a couple hours into her, I'm like, oh, damn, I'm really starting to like Abby. She's like, kind of of interesting. And like the whole story with like Lev and Yara and like when you find them. So like her section, like when you switch to her, that moment sucked. I didn't like it, but that section that you're playing is very fun and interesting. So I liked it, but I hated that I had to do it. And it really like sours me on wanting to replay the game because I don't want to have to do that again. I'm I'm like, I'd rather just watch like an hour long cutscene of like what happens rather than have to play everything again. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, replaying it, I... You've already replayed it. I'm towards the end. Mm-hmm. I found that I disliked a lot of the Ellie parts more. It was like yeah. really boring and slow. Right. And she doesn't have as good of weapons in general right. as Abby. And that's the thing is like Abby just like is fucking kick ass. Like she's so yeah. strong and like the weapons she gets like a fucking machine gun and it's like so yes. much easier. Yeah. And the crossbow is so much powerful than the regular bow. Yeah, um, it's awesome. And she yeah. is also playing with Lev and or Yara most of the time. Yeah. And they're awesome. And then they're bond is so great right. and right. it brings back like what was nice about Joel and Ellie's bond in the first game just I that agree. like protection and and love and yes yeah. yes i i 100% agree with that yeah so yes a lot of complex thoughts on the abby sections but overall i really enjoyed them and i thought they were probably the most well done in the entire game like i really like looking like if you put them side by side, it's like, I think Abby has the strongest sections. Yeah. Like play. Yeah. Like really, and like really complex, like combat scenarios. Like again, like when you're playing with Ellie, like through that Seattle section, it's kind of just like the same thing over and over, but you're just moving through different locations. And I feel like they really did a good job of varying like the different types of enemies you're fighting with Abby. Yes. Even though you're playing like through the same locations, it's just, it like feels so different. 
I do kind of think they gave Abby all of those great weapons and moments and friends and like in order to make us like her more. Oh, sure. A hundred percent. Like, yes, the entire scenario of like meeting Levin Yara and like that entire relationship is like. For sure. uh, Because like when you're with the uh, WLF and like you're with like Owen and uh, all those people, Mm -hmm. like her relationship with them is like, she's not really a great person. Like she's kind of a dick over there, which I mean, like in the scope of her story, it makes sense. It's like, she's, she's kind of a dick because she has like dedicated her life to killing Joel. So like her, she's very myopic and all that. So it is like a very conscientious story choice to like put her in a situation where it's like oh you have to be a thinking feeling person now and everything is more than just like revenge so yeah but it a hundred percent is just like yeah we're trying to get you to like this person but i feel like it's so funny like i to even do that with like where i feel like you're playing and you go "Mm, i don't know if i like her and then you go exploding bullets she is kind (laughs) of cool (laughs) wow okay yeah i mean that's a that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see the so okay all right. Yeah. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> I'm interested now. Yeah. This is like totally out of nowhere, but I just thought of it. Like when you open, I think it's so funny that when you open the safes, mm-hmm. both of them act like surprised that it opened. They go, whoa, it worked. Yeah. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what they fucking do. It's like you put in the combination and they open. <laughs> also, that was just... <laughs> I appreciate the existence of safes and like having like those big caches of like resources, but, and I also like when you can find them at the right, like finding the like hidden combinations, like thought that was cool, but also you don't ever need them just because if you pay close enough attention, you can very easily hear the clicks without. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I at no point ever needed the combinations because I don't know. There's like a very distinct click when you're moving past the number you need. Oh, there are like a fucking hundred though that you go. So it's like, do yeah. I want to do that? Oh, but it takes you so much time for sure. I don't like that you had to remember it. Cause that was another thing in the first game. You, if you looked at the note that told you the combo, when you go to the safe, it opens. They're like, we get right. it. You know it. This one right. you had to actually look at the note, remember that. I don't need that. That's not fun to me. Yeah. I just don't need that element. I get that. But I think, I think maybe they switched it because like, in case you didn't find the note, you still have the chance to open them perhaps. Whereas, That's true. Maybe that yeah. is why, which in that, for that reasoning, that is kind of nice. Yeah. Like for someone like me who often didn't find the notes until afterwards. And I'm like, Oh f- fuck that sucks and that and it's funny because they'll actually like have the people comment on it like i remember the first time it happened i was going through and then i found the note and at, and ellie was like oh fuck what a waste of time <laughs> yeah. that's good yes that was another thing like when you did find notes in the game like well did you read the notes first of all i did yes i thought all of the like superfluous uh like journal entries were all very interesting and i like the story that a lot of them told did you have a favorite? Um, I really liked, there was like one apartment in Seattle when you're Ellie. And it was like the story between like these roommates who were all trapped in their room together. Mm. And they had like a next door neighbor or something that they yes. were like talking between each other. Yeah. I thought that one was 
I thought it was a neat little story. And like, then you like go up to the roof and you find like the one guy who went up is still like infected up there. And it's like, yeah, I thought that was cool. Cause it's this, it gives personality to on human inhuman things it's like usually you're just like oh i'm just gonna shoot this thing but it's like oh well i still have to shoot it but now i know like why it's there and i thought that was really cool also they had like a fake D game set up in that apartment yes very cool I was, yeah i really I was like <laughs> these guys these guys are cool <laughs> yeah that was awesome mm-hmm. a lot of the notes were cool and personal but at least at the beginning of the game, so many of them were just around like WLF and like the almost like political mm-hmm. part of that. And that reminded me of Resident Evil because they have a lot of notes throughout that are just about this evil, evil uh, corporation or whatever. And it's like, right. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's what a lot of those early ones felt like to me where I was like, okay, I'm reading this, but I do not care. Yeah. And I felt that same way too, because I'm like, I, we're going to find out like who these people are anyway. And I don't think I need <laughs> yeah. like their whole backstory. It's not that important to no. me. Like <laughs> we praise her. She is the one we praise. I'm like, all right, well, you're going to tell me like what that's about anyway. So like, I don't need all this bullshit about the founding of the scars or whatever. Totally. Yeah. Um, Seraphites. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> what did you think of the flashback segments? I really liked them. I really, uh, the, the Abby one, I didn't care about the first one. Like when you're with her dad, I'm like this, I don't give a shit about this relationship again. I get it why it exists, but I just didn't give a shit. And it was so quick too. It was just like, Oh, we found this injured deer. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much they really expected us to have that sort of sympathy or care right. about Abby's story. Cause for most of the game, I really didn't at all. And yeah. it mostly came from her relationship with Lev. And then also Ellie being such a dick. Ellie was oh, such yeah. a dick by the end that I'm 100%. like, fuck it, kill Ellie, yeah. whatever. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But like, it, it also just like felt unnecessary. It's like, I don't need to see the relationship between a father and daughter to right. know that it's important. <laughs> it's like, you could just show me, that Joel killed your dad. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense that you would want revenge on this person. Not only did he kill your dad, but he like doomed the rest of the population of the world. It's like, (laughs) that makes sense that you would want to fuck that guy up. It's like, I don't need to see all of that. Um, But all of the Ellie ones, I very, very much enjoyed. Especially, I mean, I think, you know, seeing her go back to the hospital and like have the realization and having Joel like actually tell her was very, you know, I was heart it was heartbreaking to see, you know, uh, and and then the museum one was uh, like her birthday that that like I fucking cried like a baby during that whole thing. <laughs> I'm just like that was so cool and nice, um, and it also like gave you a little bit more time to like play with Joel. You don't get to see anymore. So, yeah, yeah I, I did. I did like the flashback sequences for the most part. And, and then like even the later Abby ones, like when you're first establishing her relationship with Owen and like the aquarium stuff, like I thought those were really interesting 
um, to get that perspective on them. Yeah. Even though Owen was so incredibly annoying to me, the way he was trying oh, to yeah. scare her on the Ferris wheel or whatever, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my fucking God, I know this person and he is oh, so 100%. Annoying. Yes. Yes, definitely. I agree. I didn't, I didn't love Owen. I was like, when he, when he dies, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But, yeah. But I, I get the relationship, you know, it's they're they're not, it's a toxic relationship. Like they should not have been together. It was very much that. But that is what's kind of funny. Like they worked so hard at making Joel and Ellie likable and they wanted you to like Abby, but they were also like, we're going to make her and all of her friends just the worst. They're so <laughs> like, ugh, this like crappy, yeah. boring personality. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's just kind of funny to be like, I it was, it was like such a weird thing too. Cause they're like, Oh, you really should care about Owen. And it's like, but why? Like, even when he's supposed to like be a better man, he still has sex with Abby when he knows he's about to have a child with someone else. It's like, why? Yeah. I know it was very hard to get a read on like what, the creators were wanting us to feel you know when you watch something and you go what do you think is coming across (laughs) right now yeah why did you show i feel like yeah i feel like they didn't like um what's it called uh group when like you have like a group test or whatever to like see how it's performing uh i don't like a beta no, not like a babe. Oh, focus group. Focus group. Yeah, like they didn't really focus group those parts out of yes. just like. <laughs> so what do you think of this part of the story? It's like, who fuck cares? They're bad. I don't like them. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. oh um, I'd rather not see the sex scene. They're like, yeah. we're pretending we didn't hear that. <laughs> it's right. staying in. Yeah. We worked really hard on that. Shooting with Tommy. Hated that. Really? Hated oh, it. it was hard. Is it that was hard. Real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard. It was, I thought it was impossible too, but thankfully Sean was sitting next to me when I did it and he goes, oh, you have to like angle it. So you like point it over there. You look at the thing, like, cause he shot guns before, I guess. So he's like, look at the different lines. And then, and I was like, what? I'm also, I'm also colorblind and it was difficult to see some of like the infected and like Tommy would just be like, there's one left. It's over there. I'm like, where? Just point like put an arrow on the map so I can see it. And they wouldn't. And there was like one section that took me like almost 15 minutes just to find the last infected. And I'm like, I can't see it's blending in. It's like, it's just a bunch of like green and Brown and I can't see anything. (laughs) This is so hard. Let me just Tommy, you take over. But yeah. So I hated that. I hated that section. Do you get the thing where you feel pressure, even though it's not a real person? You're like, Tommy wants me to hurry. He's yeah. gonna be annoyed. Yeah. Tommy's like, Tommy keeps telling me, like, we all right, we we we're stopping to do this, but we still have our job. I'm like, okay, I'm all right, Tommy. I'm sorry. You're using all my bullets here. Yeah. Come on. Fuck. Like, there's no stakes here at all, but I'm still so nervous. Yes. Anytime yeah. there's a fake time constraint, like when I went to go look for the medicine for Yara, mm-hmm. I'm like, I cannot stop and look for <laughs> right. right. to get this medicine. Like, and you know, like there is no time limit. Like it's just, you'll <laughs> no, get there when you get there. But it, but there was just like, she's, she's dying. Like I need to, go, I need to help her. 
Yeah. yeah. But the, like, it's so it, all it takes is that like tiny bit of confrontation for me where even though it's not real, sometimes love might say, come on, we have to hurry. <laughs> and you are like, I don't want this. I yeah. don't want love mad at me. Right. What did you think about cleaning the hotel out with Joel in the flashback? Where you have to fight the bloater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that fight was very hard against the bloater. I had a very difficult time with that. Um, yeah, I don't have a strong opinion on it. I mean, I thought it was, like, fine. But it, other than that last fight being very difficult for me, uh, I don't really have a strong feeling on it. I thought it was um, really fun. But also they... Um... Through all the flashbacks with Joel, I feel like they were trying to really establish his role as like a father to her mm. because when he like pushed her into the water, yeah. um, that was very cute. But then he would help her out. Right. And, you know, it was like, okay, this is like a father thing. And then in when you're fighting the bloater, he saves you. Like, sure. It has to, like, I was like, why won't this thing fucking die? Uh Oh, because you have to get caught so he can fucking save you. Again, kind of bullshit, but I get what they're trying to do. Yeah. I like I did I did like all of the like relationship aspects of it. I thought like it was a good building thing, but it was just you know, it was just again like playing a level in the first last of us. It's like, yeah, we're just getting through and yeah. Yeah. What about the more recent I don't even know if they would have been flashbacks at the time. But when they like, when he told her he was going to teach her to play guitar and he played that little song for her at the beginning Mm. and their conversation later where they talked about like, you know, patching up their relationship. Yeah. I, I, I I liked that a lot. what did you think about his song? I thought it was beautiful. Yes. I thought, yes. Very, very affecting. I loved it so and then much. I, and then, like, when you first get to uh, the theater and, like, Ellie picks up the guitar and, like, plays mm-hmm. that little bit of it and Dina's like, oh, what's that? It's like, oh, it's not important. I'm like, oh, that's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, every time she played a little bit of it, I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a point when I, like, had the song stuck in my head and I was singing it. And Sean like laughed and I, and I just wanted to be like, it's not fucking funny. Yeah. This is Joel's song. This is a sad song. <laughs> You're not allowed to laugh at this. It's very sad. But I did find out it's a Pearl Jam song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like cool. Joel would be into that, I think. It, for sure, yeah. <laughs> he wears flannel. <laughs> right. <laughs> he knows Eddie Vedder. He knows, he knows Vedder. Come on. He knows <laughs> he knows the deep cut too, like Vedder's like ukulele album that he put out, things like that. He's into all that. He knows. Yeah. He knows all of it. Yeah. Also that that scene where Ellie plays Take On Me was also extremely sad. And yeah. I loved that. I loved that moment. Yeah, that was really cute. Yeah. The only thing is on a playthrough you can't skip it. And I get you might not want to, but why sure. can we not? What the fuck, right. dude? That's really right. long. <laughs> it is long. It's like a 10-minute scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she's, you know, it's good. But I was like, wow, you have some confidence in your vocal range if this is what you're choosing. Right. That's not the easiest song to sing. Yeah. I loved, well, I kind of love in general what they do with the game where I feel like they create emotional blue balls 
where there are things that Joel should say to Ellie and there are Uh, things that Ellie should say to Joel and they never quite do. And you go, God fucking damn it. Why don't you say this? And I think that makes you more invested in a way that they don't say exactly the right thing. Yeah. Just be like, Hey, dummies tell each other that you love each other. Like (laughs) just say, I love you. It's like, why aren't you saying this? It sucks that you don't. Yes. For sure. It just, it hurts my balls. Yeah. Your emotional balls. (laughs) My emotional balls. (laughs) This is a really, really, really stupid question and feel free to ignore it. Um, If, if you were a trading card character, what would your card say? Like the the name or like my bio? bio. I mean, I I guess they're intertwined. Oh boy. I feel like it would be to pull into like my general brand. It would be like number one handsome boy. And (laughs) like my bio would talk about how I was genetically engineered to be like the most handsome boy. And I think I would be on like the villain side just to, you know, spice things up a little bit. Like (laughs) how I used my handsome powers for evil or something like that. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Like uh, Ozymandias from Ozymandias. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very much like that. (laughs) That's awesome. Except handsomeness and not super smart. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right but he also had the handsome thing going which like he I don't did know. have the handsome thing adrian was a very handsome i guess you just have the one <laughs> they're not I'm gonna dumb, i'm a dumbass yeah <laughs> they're, they're not gonna talk about that i actually i love those uh little trading cards too yes. i thought they were also fun yes yeah. they were so good i maybe they'll they'll sell them eventually but as of right now they don't sell them in the store or anything i'm sure I'm someone fun. will make like homemade versions on like etsy or some shit no totally doubt. Yeah, they're very cool. I um, all of the descriptions were really interesting, and um, I don't know, that was fun. I liked. Mm-hmm. It. What did you think about the enemies begging for mercy or calling their friends' names or the dog's name? I didn't care. I yeah. get it. I, I thought it's <laughs> it's a nice touch. Like it, it, you know, it's a, it's a nice you know human reaction to have of like, oh no, my that's my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you now. It's like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I know what I'm here for. Like, this is, a, again, it's a video game. It's not real. Right. So I don't care about these fake people that I'm killing. I don't. And I get why some people are very, very, like, emotionally invested in stuff like that. I don't have that, like, sense of immersion in that sense. So, like, yeah. cool touch did not affect me in anyway that's like no. when i would see like people like this is the most brutal video game you'll ever play the people <laughs> cry out for mercy and it's like all right so what it's a video yeah. game it's, it's not Fine. real like this is not a real thing you don't have to feel bad about it because it's not real you're not doing these things it's fine yeah, it's fine. And there yeah. were, you know, there was a time though where I tried to not kill people when when you're in that apartment and it kind of like people suddenly jump out and attack you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yes. That's yes. Yeah, it's like a misunderstanding cuz they start yelling at you about the right oh, they think take us back to the cult yes. or something or yes. whatever. Um there I was like, can I not kill them? Is there any mm-hmm. way to like talk through this or have them go, oh, okay, but no, you can't, no. so whatever. And then even if you don't kill them, they will still try and kill you. Like, right, yeah. Once you go away, they're still going to come after you. So it's like you have to kill these people. 
you can't worry about being uh, moral. That's how you get in trouble. Like, hello, Rick from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. We've seen that before, right? <laughs> we all know that story. <laughs> and I feel like because they only had them call names, pretty much, it's like, it ends up feeling like when characters and something have dialogue and it just repeats like they think <laughs> oh this is realistic but then after they say something so many times you go oh that kind of takes away from the realism yeah it did that pretty quick it's like, yes i don't think everyone would just yell becca or whatever sure. you might say something else <laughs> yeah like no or like what are you, what are you doing oh no so, oh valerie like if i saw you <laughs> getting shot i would there is almost a zero percent chance that i would shout <laughs> valerie like humans don't do that they don't shout out your friend's name like i i'd be like oh no oh no <laughs> that's my friend no not oh valerie it's important that i say your name the second before you die so you're remembered it's like who gives a shit no. yeah. and the people begging for mercy i feel like they only exist so that if a if someone sees you playing the game, they'll think you're totally psycho for not caring. (laughs) But those people brought out the worst in me. The people that were like, please no. Then I really was like, Oh, shut the fuck up. You know, I really know better than me. (laughs) Yeah. You would kill me. You just tried to kill me. Yeah. All your friends are still here, by the way. It's not like you can just let one person go. There's a thousand around. Squeezing and crawling was a new addition. Like, I mean, you could squeeze in the first game, but like mm-hmm. not, you didn't have to press a button to do it. Yeah. What did you think about that? I liked the crawling. Like I liked being able to get under things and use that to my advantage. That was a fun little new thing they added. The squeezing. Yeah. And then like a lot, again, like a lot of the times it was just like, I hope nothing comes out while I'm squeezing through this. Right. That was just my thought. Anytime I was going through a squeeze section, I'm like, something's going to grab me and I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. And you know, actually the coolest part of the little squeeze areas is probably that sometimes bad guys come out of those. Right. So you may yes. feel like I'm in a secure room, but if there's a little spot, eh, mm. not so much. So that's yeah. like kind of cool in that way. Mm-hmm. The crawling was very fun. I liked that you could get completely down on the ground yeah. um, and crawl past people. Like, cause I realized, I realized in playing it through again, like I snuck through some areas that I did not know you could sneak through Yeah, just by being on the ground. And I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it yeah, takes it was, thousand years. It takes forever. <laughs> it's very slow, but yeah, it is, it is, it, it was a very cool mechanic. And like crawling through like grass and stuff too was fun. Yeah. Like yes. That. And I like that you could dive into the crawl. Mm-hmm. Like that felt so stupid in a way that I just yeah. really liked. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Another just little changes that I kind of mentioned that you can fall off of beams when you're mm-hmm. walking across planks. You can fall. I don't care for that. It's like, I don't need this threat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's annoying can't trade a brick for a bottle in this one right doesn't super matter but in the first game i was very passionately pro brick you're pro brick Mm -hmm. (laughs) i am too because like i'm like bottles are gonna make more noise 
The bottles make noise and they just feel wrong. The weight of them is not pleasurable. Mm-hmm. You know what I, I mean? I agree. Yeah. There's something about it. What did you think of the, is it a news station that you go to that moment when you're trying to find? Oh yeah. When you're like Leah going or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really liked that section. I thought that was very fun. Yeah, and there was like a, in there was a lot of sections in that one where like you could like move, squeeze through walls yes. and stuff. That I di- I did enjoy that part of it. Like you would like move through like cubicles and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Yes, I very much liked that. I thought that was a very exciting section. And then yeah. having and then like I knew like go I was like going up. I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to fight my way all the way back down here, aren't I? And then you do. And it yeah. was really fun. Yeah. What did you think when you first saw the bodies hanging from the ceiling? I didn't see them at first. Like, <laughs> oh, so you walk, you walk in and Dean is like, ooh, that's rough. And I was like, oh, fucked up that they would do that. And I'm like, what are they talking about? I'm like, yeah, I, I was see. like, I guess there's blood on the ground. Yeah. That's what they mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, and then like, as I was like sneaking around the side, like I, I, I changed my camera perspective and you're able to see. And I was like, oh, okay. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, that's so funny. I had the exact same experience. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. And then once I saw it, I was like, that is sick. Yeah. Oh, I do love it. And I tried to cut one down. You can't cut them down. Cut like, down. Oh, let me yeah. cut them down. Let me cut them down. I yeah. did once, though, um, set off a bomb right by one accidentally, and it just flew around. It was like, oh, oh, oh. And that was very satisfying. How about that? Yep. The Isaac storyline. Mm hmm. What did you think of that? Didn't do a lot for me. You know, I felt like there was like a big buildup of like, oh man, Isaac, whoa, he's so yeah, scary. He's just, yeah. That you think some big event is going to happen with him at the end and it just doesn't. He just yep. kind of like dies unceremoniously and you're like, oh, well, oh, okay. And I just never really found him very scary no. But they were like, he tortures people. It's like, yeah, so does, yeah, every, so does everyone. Everybody. Like, like, so does Ellie. Like, everyone tortures people right. in this game. It's like, not, yeah. and the Seraphites, I mean, what they do is far worse. So if you want me to be afraid of Isaac, you need to have him go a step beyond that. Yeah. And that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's when you're first, when you're playing as Abby and like you get to that one section where the Seraphites are like stringing up the, uh, the other yeah. people and like, or like when you, uh, get like captured by them and they're like trying to like fucking break Abby's arms and shit. I'm like, this, uh, this is awful. Like that was way more scary than anything that they did with Isaac. Yeah. Yes. They're fully brutal. Whereas- oh my God. Yeah. And it was a shame too. Cause uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who voices him, uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey something. Jeffrey Wright. Yes. Jeffrey Wright. Great, vo- great, great actor. I love the guy. Yeah. And I'm like, I just wish he had a little bit more to do. I feel like he was just kind of wasted on this. Totally. No reason to have that. Unnecessary character. Yeah. yeah. He's in everything, though. He like, is. If He's you need really that up. character, that type of character, it's going to be him. For sure. For sure. I had no idea that was him until the very end. Yeah. Sean was I like, did. oh, it's that guy. Really? I knew. Wow, I'm, pretty proud of yourself. I'm pretty good at like finding out things like that. I, I can tell. I'm usually good at it too. Like more like, well, when I watch like Bob's Burgers, I'm always like, huh, that's mm-hmm. Brian Husky. But right. nobody, you know, is that impressive? I don't know. 
what did you get any of the Easter eggs or or see anything of like the Naughty Dog games or the oh there's like, sure yeah. yeah. What do you think of that? It's fun for them, fun for people who like that. I don't, again, I don't really give a shit. It's just a thing. Although, but also, sometimes it like took me out of it because I'm like, nobody is playing the PS Vita. Right. No one. No. They couldn't even pick like an identifiable game to have on it. I right. looked at it and I was like, what is this? I yeah. don't. Like no just make clue. just make a knockoff Game Boy, and that would make more sense. Yes. Like nobody would be playing that. Like it makes sense that there would be like a PS3 or something. Like that's a a common system, but nobody's yeah. playing like the PlayStation handheld or like has like Nathan Drake action figures or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's what's funny. I'm like your other games don't fit with this world a little bit and i don't know that we really i don't know are we that excited about seeing them like i would rather it was maybe an easter egg from the first game if there was something you could do to i don't know but just from those games i'm like who gives a shit it's it's for like people who post on the reddit like general game because like i would go on like reddit and just see like can you believe they've got playstation Three, you can find one and last of us isn't this awesome it's like no who cares that's that's what they want you to think yeah. it's like anytime i feel like anytime a a choice is made anywhere there are going to be people who like it simply because it is a choice right. you know what i mean it doesn't matter what it is they go oh a thing was done it sure. must be good just like nostalgia bait of like, yeah totally which was like the last star wars movie that came out was just like here's fan surface just like the entire time and, and it's if you just do it for the sake of just being fan service it's like i don't care there's no i, I have no yeah. emotional connection to it it's just like this distracting thing that's taking me out of whatever i'm watching or playing that's all I have for Last of Us. Do you have anything that you want to say about it before we switch? Uh, well, what did you think of it? Because I what don't did know. I think of it. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but I was I was very very mad when I first started playing it about just some of the changes they made and the way it felt. Mm. It just really felt wrong to me, and I don't like when when games make a lot of changes because I go, well, make a new game. If you want, if you want to add combat, that's not part of this game. So, you know, so I was, uh, it was hard for me to get into it initially. And I really didn't understand their choice to have these long, essentially cutscenes, but playable cutscenes so that you will not be able to be able to skip them, but they're also incredibly boring. Yeah. And you might have to go look for a collectible, like way over there. You have to walk, like why? Mm-hmm. That's very annoying to have to do. So I was just didn't understand a lot of those choices. Sure. But by the end, I did really like it. I think a lot of the parts where you're actually in combat, it's very fun. One of the biggest confusions, I guess I have about the game. That's not how you'd say that, but whatever. Is why, like, did you play the DLC? Did you play it Left Behind? Mm-hmm. 
only once and like when I first got it. So it's been a while, but yeah. Okay. Well, one of the big things that they do in that is they have you use the zombies to kill the human enemies. And they do that a little bit in Last of Us 2, but not as much and not as well done Mm -hmm. as the DLC. And I was like, what the fuck? That's the thing that I was like, holy shit, this is brilliant. It's so cool when you get to do it. And there was only like two, maybe three times you get to do it in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. It was just incredibly disappointing to me that they didn't really utilize that mechanic. But I did learn that like the main guy who makes the game came back, but a couple other like top people didn't come back. Mm. So I wonder if they had some of the, the people who knew some of those sorts of things were good or bad. Yeah. They let, they weren't there. Um, Cause it's like, whenever I watch something that was made either strictly by Ricky Gervais or strictly by Stephen Merchant, Merchant, you can see what is missing. You're like, Oh, For the sure. other person contributes this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So you guys have to be a team because you are <laughs> stupid without the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. What did you think about it? I enjoyed it for the most part. Like like I said, the, the one major gripe I has, have is just that, like, that frustrating <laughs> bit of just, like, having to, like, oh, I have to go through all this again. But I really, I really ended up lo- loving Abby as a character. Like, I really... And I liked the switch of just like her coming to the realization of like, okay, revenge is a bad, like, it's not a good thing yeah. for you. And like, it takes Ellie until the end of the game to get there. And I liked that Abby got there first. And like, you're sort of like, Abby has like, sort sort of like a, the redemption arc of the game of just like, okay, she gets what the whole theme of this game is. And I also really liked that Ellie fucks up this entire game. And like, it made me like anytime I'm playing as Ellie, she just keeps making the wrong choice. And I'm like, I don't want to play. Like when it got to the end and Ellie is like fight is going to fight Abby. I'm like, yes. One of maybe one of the only times in video games where I'm like, I don't want to do like, I don't want like, this is wrong and I don't want to do it. I don't want to have this fight. Um, which I thought was like a really cool moment that I've never really felt in a game before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I thought I thought overall it was a pretty good game. It's obviously not as good as the first, um, but it still tells a very interesting story. I think. So. The part that made me cry, I think, was when Abby forgave Ellie oh, and yeah. like didn't kill her that first time. Mm-hmm. Um, where that just felt very emotional, but then. But then the game kept going and I went, wait, what? Wiping my tears. What the Mm -hmm. fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And then, yes, about the not wanting to do the fight at the end. And just, I was just so frustrated with Ellie that she was still doing this. I was like, get the fuck over it. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, why are you, you left Dina? Like you're doing, like, you don't like, stop. Why are you ruining your life? And she's already like broken and you don't feel bad enough for her. Like, and she's caring for this, caring for this little kid that if you kill her, he's totally going to die. Yeah. But the only other game I've ever played that did have a similar moment that made me do something I really didn't want to do was a Silent Hill game. Um, Silent Hill 
six. I don't know which one it is. Um, but you have to stab this guy in the shower. He's this naked guy in the shower. He is like a child molester. Okay. But once you see him in there, he's so vulnerable and he's just like, no, why? No. And it's yeah. like the game makes you do it. It's just like such an intimate, like horrible <laughs> moment. I was yeah. like, what the fuck game? What the mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, feels bad. Feels bad. Yeah. It feels bad. Yeah. Okay, the only other thing I did want to ask you about is what you think of the Lev storyline. Um, I've so it's interesting. Um, I think I really, I really love Lev as a character. I think he's like so he fucking is awesome. He, he was so funny and like again because when you're first playing Abby, you're just like, oh, she's not like really funny. Um, yeah, or, like charming, which is also like charming in its own right it's fun to play somebody who like is very serious yeah Um, but like lev brings a sort of levity to (laughs) abby and like they they, i love their relationship um yes i love how he fucks with her like when (laughs) she jumps and he's like are you okay she's like i'm fine he's like no seriously though like are you okay Yeah. yeah And then when he's like, she's like terrified climbing on the sky bridge. And oh yeah, the bridge section. Deal yeah. with you and Owen, like mm-hmm. that seemed awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> yeah. He, so I think he was like a, a really great character, and I really, I, I thought he was awesome. And like, you know, as a queer person, I think it's great to have like queer representation and like transgender representation. Uh, I didn't love necessarily how, like almost all of Lev's story was about him being trans. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think it's great to have trans people in video games and in all sorts of media, but you know, definitely like it make, it makes total sense. It's a, it's a thing that happens is like, you know, people who transition get ostracized by their community and it's this very, you know, difficult thing. So it, it you know, to me that felt like a natural thing, um, to like have that be his backstory but then a lot of it was just like this is who Lev is and it's like he's more than just a trans person like he's his own thing um, right so I felt like a little bit of it was uh, like leaned too heavily onto that but overall I think it was a net positive yeah yeah I know it's hard to say sometimes with storylines like that where you go do you do a simple version of this to because it's going to such a wide audience and maybe people who have never thought about this sort of mm. thing before? So you just go, here's this character, here's a story, here's like, you know, the heartbreaking element of this in this world to have people just get that introduction, or do you go more subtle to have yeah. people just re- relate to him in another way? So I don't know. It's a tough call. No, I wonder if they even thought about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure there was a lot. I, like, it feels like they did think and, and did try and, you know, tell it with care and respect yeah, to the sure. trans community. Um, but there were, you know, it's it's a difficult thing to do when you're, ha- you know, I, I'm, I don't think Lev was written by a trans person. So it's like, it's hard. Yeah. To, I mean, he was played by a trans actor, which I think is awesome. Um, oh, Yeah, but wasn't, you know, when you're trying to tell a trans story by somebody who's not trans, it's like you're just taking things almost like as you see them portrayed rather than how they're actually lived. And I'm sure they may have consulted trans people and 
experiences, but I don't know. Again, yeah. I don't know. it's a, it's, you know, it's a toss up, but for the most part, I think it, it, it was a net positive representation and a very good character that I super enjoyed uh, being in the story. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say Yara's death might be the saddest. Yeah, totally. I, yeah, that, that broke my heart. That sucked. Mm-hmm. I, I loved both of them. Like I said, I really, I think like my favorite sections were when was Abby's stuff. It was, it was the most interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Running a small business is hard work. Running a small business during a zombie apocalypse is even harder. Here at Plywood R Us, we can keep zombies and living people out by supplying you with the wood you need to board up your windows. We can't promise you zombies won't continue to pound at the door or a person won't attempt to shimmy in through the chimney or an air duct, but I can promise that our wood will stand firm through even the most relentless pounding. Protect your small business today and come on down to Plywood R Us. If you don't want the hoard, put up some board. <laughs> 